Howdy, my friends, and welcome to episode 16 of our daily run through the book of Galatians. And we are in chapter 3. Remember, Paul was talking about, in chapter 2, about his confrontation uh, with Peter and how Peter had come up to uh, the church in Antioch and had uh, been eating with the the Gentiles. But when the Jew, um, the Jewish believers, some Jewish believers, not all Jewish believers, but some Jew um, Jewish believers from um, from Jerusalem had come up from James, and when they came up, uh, Peter began to ask, act in a different manner. He no longer ate with the Gentiles. And so Paul uh, confronted him about that, and, and Paul's bringing that up for a point. He's bringing this up because um, the same kind of issue is happening in, uh, in the Galatian churches. And so he is dealing with this issue of the Judaizers, those who are saying in order to be uh, a Christian, you have to be Jewish. And so not saying that you, there's no hope for you Gentiles, but saying you need to, um, you need to be circumcised. You need to follow the Jewish dietary laws. You need to follow the Jewish feasts and sacrificial system, etc. So um, how many of those things they were telling him, I don't know, but we do know that that was the general idea. And so uh, the idea being you need to come under the law, right? That's, that's kind of the, the point that they were telling him. You need to come under the old um, Mosaic law. And so Paul has been dealing with that. And so when we get to verse one, he says, Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified? All right, so this is definitely tied into the previous verses in chapter two. Um, because, well, how do I know that? Well, let's go back and read a verse. So if we go back to uh, Galatians 2, uh, 21, he says, I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness comes through the law, then Christ died in vain. So he'd been talking about previously about how he says, I've been crucified with Christ, and it's no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself to me. So he's tying this walking in faith, living in faith, to the crucifixion because that's that's it he's uh, he is putting his faith in christ's finished work of the cross and he says i don't set aside the grace of god because to lean back on the law and trust in the law is not trusting in the grace of god the free gift of god instead of the earning it the the following the law so that you might uh, be justified by your works uh, which the bible tells us we cannot be. So um, if we go back now to verse one, it says, Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? So the idea being someone has, someone's who's tricked them, someone has deceived them. And, you know, he, he holds them responsible, right? Because they had the truth and yet they've been falling for other things. And so he says, Oh, foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth? before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified. So, hey, who, 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 who is, who's deceived you that you have abandoned or have been deceived by this idea that, that you need to follow the law when you were shared the gospel, you were shared that Jesus Christ died on the cross. He was crucified to pay the price for your sins, that message of grace. And so, Rather than walking in faith by grace, now they are trusting in their own works of the law. And that's 
problematic. So he asks them some questions. He says, um, this only I want to learn from you. So he kind of says, like, I've got one question for you. Did you receive the spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? So when you got saved, when you were born again, and the Holy Spirit came to dwell within you, did you receive the spirit through all the keeping of the law? Was that how it happened? Is that how it worked? Because that'd be a very strange, how would that even work? Do you have to keep the law for a certain amount of time? Oh, I've kept the law since my youth. All right, well, you've done it for 20 years, so now you can receive the Spirit. And how would that work, right? How, how would it be like, well, once I've, once I've been justified by faith, I can receive the Holy Spirit. So uh, do I have to wait my whole life? Is it when I'm, how does that even work? He says, like, look, you received the Holy Spirit. Was it, did that happen because you were keeping all the law? No. It was when you heard in faith. Right? It was when you believed in faith. He says, are you so foolish? Having begun in the spirit, are you now being made perfect by the flesh? Right? How are we, how are we justified? How are we made perfect? Well, it's through faith in Christ. It's taking, taking on the righteousness of Christ through faith. Right? He, as I said yesterday, um, he, he being our propitiation, a fancy word meaning substitutionary sacrifice, that he would die in our place, that we might receive his righteousness, that we ha might have that right standing with God, that we might be justified by faith. And he goes on and he says, have you suffered so many things in vain? If indeed it was in vain. So, so he goes on to basically say, all these things that you have experienced, all these, you know, the receiving of the spirit, the spirit that you're the justification by faith, you know, did you experience that all for nothing? I mean, what was that all about? Why the born again thing was, was that all for nothing? Was it, was it pointless? Absolutely not. The, you know, the answer that he's calling for is, is no. In verse five, he kind of goes on. He says, I ask you again, does God, give you the Holy Spirit and work miracles among you because you obey the law. Right? So, hey, you've got the Holy Spirit. The God, the Holy Spirit is working amongst you. Is it because you are keeping all the dietary laws? Is it because you are offering the right sacrifices? Is it because you just got circumcised? Is that why? He says, of course not. Of course not. In the New Living Translation, I like it. He says, um, he says, of course not. It is because you believe the message you heard about Christ. And he goes on. This is something that Paul does a lot. And so I'm going to switch my Bible back over to the New King James here. And this is something Paul Paul does a lot. When he makes a point, he does, and again, he does this in the book of Romans. And if you listen to our Romans study, which I would encourage you to do if you enjoy this stuff, um, Paul does this. When he makes a point, he'll go back and he'll support it with scripture, right? Because if he's saying something and they're like, wait, that I'm not sure I I'm not sure I get this. Yeah, that sounds good, but you know, the, the Jews were talking about Abraham and you know and, and circumcision and and he goes, Okay, you know, verse five, therefore he who supplies the spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Just as Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness. 
Therefore, know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. Now, he said a couple of pretty wild things there. First of all, he says, you know, look, Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. It wasn't Abraham kept the law and it was accounted to him for righteousness. No, uh, that's not what happened. He believed God. And he's going to, Paul's going to deal with this a little bit more you know, just a bit because he's anticipating the questions that somebody might, might ask. Um, so he says, you know, Abraham believed God and was accounted for righteousness. Therefore, know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. Now, the Jews at the time would say, well, we're, the, we're, the, we're Abraham's children, right? And that was the same argument that came up when Jesus talked to, you know, talked to them about, you know, before Abraham was, I am. And, uh, and the, the uh, religious leaders and the scribes and the Pharisees were saying, hey, we're sons, we're, you know, we're Abraham's children. And he says, you know, if you were Abraham's children, then you would have, you would have believed in me because Abraham looked, you know, was looked forward to me. So who are those who are children of Abraham? If you know the song, Father Abraham had many sons, many sons said Father Abraham. Well, that would be um, those who are of faith. He says in verse eight, and the scripture foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand saying, in you, all the nations shall be blessed. So then those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. So basically what he's saying is, look, the, the gospel was preached to Abraham beforehand. When he tells him in, in you, all nations shall be blessed. And so he's going to go and he's going to talk about this a little bit more as we go. Um, he's going to do some more um, quotations uh, from the Old Testament. And uh, the point being that he brings these things up because he's saying, look, what I'm teaching you is not new. This is this is what the Bible is pointing to. This is what the Bible's teaching. And so the question might be, well, why even why do we even have the law? Well, he's going to answer that too. Uh, but we'll have to talk about that next time or the time after. God bless you. Talk to you soon.